Wash your hands and keep it clean. You gotta wash your hands and keep it clean. We'll flatten that curve while we're quarantined. It feels absurd, but just you wait and see. Cover your cough and if you sneeze, and then you wash your hands and keep it clean. That's right. Wash your hands, everybody. Welcome back to our Saturday Thrive Subscribe series, COVID-19 Practice Pearls. We're back today with our hosts, North Carolina pharmacy owners, Ashley Branham and Joe Moose. And Ashley and Joe are joined today by Pennsylvania pharmacy owner, um, Tom DePietro, as well as Jay Williams, who is the director of marketing with CPESN. And today we're going to talk a little bit about some specific things you can do really related to building community or marketing within your pharmacy. And on the series, we've talked a lot about what you can do to keep your teams and your patients safe and healthy. So today we'll kind of um, switch focus a little bit and talk about the health and growth of your business within the presence of your communities and how you do all of this through really taking care of your community and, and giving back. Um, so with that, I'm going to turn it over to Joe and Ashley and we'll listen in. Thank you, Suzanne. Appreciate it very much. Um, welcome, everybody. Appreciate you joining today. Those of you who are on with us live, don't forget to, to type your questions in the question box, and we'll try to get all those questions answered uh, for you in today's show. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time up front here with a, a long monologue because we've got, we've got two great guests with us today. Um, as she said, Jay Williams, Director of Marketing for CPESN, um, and uh, Tom DePietro of DePietro's uh, Pharmacy. And uh, Tom is a luminary for uh, the, the CPSN in, in Pennsylvania and just somebody who, who has done a stellar job, in my opinion, of, of really positioning his pharmacy as, as being the caring uh, healthcare deliverer in his community. So uh, I'll hand it off to uh, the co-host show, the co-host of the show, Ashley Branham. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. That was a, um, that was, I that was a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful, yeah. So um, thanks for being with us again this week. I, I think that this topic today is, is really relevant as we're all preparing for reopening um, and, and, and getting some community exposure. Um, there is uh, more opportunity than ever to continue marketing to our communities. Um, of course, the spotlight on community pharmacy practice has never been so great as there's so much action in the play in the marketplace of goodwill that's taking place, um, and your community pharmacies are right in the center of it. So um, that's what we're hoping to highlight today. And Joe mentioned to make sure that you um, type in your questions in the chat box, but also if you have any um, really uh, great ideas or success strategies um, for marketing in your community. We would love to hear those and share those um, for our listeners as well um, and um, would love to hear kind of what, what's going on. I think to continue the discussion and, and kind of start us off, I'd like to shift to Jay Williams, who, um, as, as Joe mentioned, is working with a lot of CPESM pharmacies and is getting kind of a sense of some of the trends that's out there during the COVID-19 um, pandemic and, and ways that um, we can um, see this as an opportunity to promote our pharmacies. So, Jay, if you'll join us and share yeah, great. with us what's 
Thanks, Suzanne, Joe, Ashley. Uh, appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to it. Certainly the, the scope of talking about marketing would, uh, would go way past the, the time allotted for this particular podcast, but we're going to try to zero in on COVID-19 marketing as a community pharmacy and, and try to find where are the, the real sweet spots to market your pharmacy in, in, in this, this kind of pandemic time. And um, I thought uh, just from my presentations in CE and, and learning um, on how folks like to, to, to learn, uh, getting that to three real things that you can jot down and try to focus on uh, might make things a little easier. So I've got three little morsels here that I just want to share briefly. I won't um, provide too many examples because we'll spend the bulk of the time talking with Tom and he's going to share some of the great examples that he's actually uh, implemented in his community and, and marketing his pharmacy. Um, but number one is uh, utilizing your website. There was a survey done by Cantor Media, seven, um, 25,000 people, um, different countries, but primarily the United States. And 70% um, of people said that they had significantly increased their web browsing during the coronavirus. 70% of people have increased their web browse, significantly increased their web browsing during the coronavirus. So if you don't have a website, you need to get one. Most of you probably have one, but you know, you're like uh, what I call my, my old man, uh, a, a CNE member when he went to church. You know, you're a, a one time a year update your website uh, pharmacy, and you're not going to update it anymore. You need to update your website regularly, especially during. Uh, COVID-19, there's there's a couple areas where you can focus um, your website updates and, and really um, impact what you're doing. And one is the obvious, it's coronavirus information, what precautions you're taking to, to take care of your staff, precautions you're taking care uh, for taking care of your patients, um, what are your new hours, are you, are you doing the curbside delivery, what does that, what does that mean? Um, you know, pushing um, folks to hand delivery to the home, uh, uh, you know, any of those things, even, you know, fun personal videos that, that the staff is making because folks are missing the interaction with the staff um, by coming in. So, you know, you know, fun videos, all those things can be can be put on your website, um, I mean, uh, also in your social media, but but primarily your website. For this particular topic, and the second one is is community involvement. You really should have a section of your website dedicated to your community involvement, and that can take many different shapes and forms. and uh, and And Tom will share some of the things that he's doing. But there's so much that, uh, as I work with pharmacies across the country, so much um, examples and, and 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 great stories of what you're doing in the community and you just need to take advantage of that i will say that my sense of the coronavirus is that community is going to continue to get more important um, for folks it's less about you know your brand and more around the impact that you're having in the community what you're doing for first responders what your, um, how you're taking care of, um, of patients in your community, this type of stuff. 
it's um, community is going to be more and more important, how your community gets gets back to work. So the things that pharmacies are doing is is perfectly suited for that. And, and take advantage of that. Put, your, put that on your website. The number two thing, real quick, website number one, number two, social media. If you don't have social media platforms for the business, I'm not talking about your personal ones. If you don't have social media platforms, primarily Facebook, but some of the others, you need to get them. You need to post regularly. Find somebody in your staff that's passionate about social media and give them controls if, if you don't have the time to do it. Social media is not going to go away, and you can take advantage of it. It's designed for the community pharmacist. And again, uh, the two areas that I would focus on are your coronavirus information. Many of the same things we talked about with the website you can put on your social media and that community involvement. Uh, while quarantined, um, that same study that I mentioned earlier from Cantor Media 61% of people said they have significantly e increased their time on social media. And Facebook alone is reporting nearly a 40% uh, increase in utilization during the coronavirus. Take advantage of that and focus on coronavirus information impacting your community. There's other places that can do the national stuff. White House, CDC, you don't need to mess with that too much. Focus on how it's impacting your local community and then get your community involvement stuff and put it on social media. Uh, during this time, again, I would stay away from selling and, and you know, that brand building that's wrapped around movement of, of, of products and prescriptions and services, right? You want to focus on, um, focus on community involvement and coronavirus information. And my last pearl, my last thing for you to take advantage of, and Tom has done this, he'll share a little bit about that. My last thing is PR and earned media. Now more than ever, the local media is focused on um, pharmacy and interested in the stories that you have to tell. So use that to take advantage of media relationships and build media relationships um, during this time. Um, Tell them what you're doing in the community, get those contacts, um, and utilize them over time. You know, something that you're doing for one patient or 10 patients, if you can get that covered in the media, then it tells hundreds and thousands. So those are my three pearls. Joe Ashley, I'll kick it back to you, and uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks, Jay, for thanks, being Jay. on. Uh that's really helpful information and thanks for sharing some of the trends you're seeing out there as well. I think um, you're having Tom on today. Tom, thank you for being on um, the podcast today. We, um, we've been reading about some of the work you're doing and those of those three tips, I think some of the, your practices and bodies, all of those three tips that, that, um, Jay just shared, and so we would like to take the opportunity to dive in a little deeper on um, some of the, the activities that you've been doing from your pharmacy to support your community um, during, um, during COVID-19. And um, I think one of the first questions and one of the uh, top, um, you know, I guess hits that you've seen as your pharmacy is regarding um, perhaps a, a very um, 
good tip that one of your um, workers received by going to the curbside delivery. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I know the media has been circulating um, that story quite a bit regarding your pharmacy and, and that instance. Yeah, so I mean, we had we had a really organic story, um, and, and we got we literally got lucky. Um, no pun intended. We got lucky that we had the story happen. Um, so early on, when we went curbside, I had uh, I called um, the high school football coach. So I am a big uh, supporter of our community all year long. Uh, donate a lot of money to the high school football program. And I said, Coach, I need help. I need kids to uh, car hop and wait on customers outside of my store. So within minutes, he had about 20 kids who volunteered to come help me out. Throughout these past couple weeks, the boys have been here working hard, uh, volunteering, waiting on our customers. Our customers have been awesome, taking care of them. Donuts, coffee, pizza, generous uh, tips. And this particular day, one of the boys got uh, a winner, a scratch-off ticket that was already scratched off, and it was worth five bucks. He took that uh, to a local gas station at the end of the day and cashed it in for another ticket. When he got home, he gave it to his little brother, scratched off the ticket, and he won $100,000. It was amazing. The entire staff amazing. couldn't believe it. Yeah. That is amazing. It was shared. Yeah, we, we we constantly keep our, our uh, Facebook updated, um, like Jay had mentioned, and it was uh, – we, we, usually it requires a picture or some something to get traction, but this post, we just shared the story. We said, here's a good heartfelt story, um, and it was our most popular, uh, most shared Facebook post in, in my eight years of business. Uh, I'm getting calls from the media on a daily basis requesting to talk to the volunteer. Uh, the story had gotten uh, shared nationally. Uh, Tampa, Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, m many news outlets picked it up. So it, it was uh, it was lucky uh, that we stumbled on something like that. But it's an awesome story for a time when the the news is just filled with some bad news. Um, so that that was our. We didn't have to work hard for that story, but the, the other stuff we've been doing in the store, we certainly have been working hard. I would have just been happy so, with the uh, five uh, bucks, but along that, that <laughs> <laughs> great reward. Yeah, that, that, that's a, a good day's work. Well, Tom, I, I have followed uh, your social media presence and your, your website and just uh, you on the Facebook, Instagram, those sites for some time. And I, I think you do an outstanding job. And, and you know, I like on your website. So those of you who, who have never been to his website, check him out. It's DePetros, D-E-P-I-E-T-R-O-S, pharmacy.com. Um, but I, I like one of the things that I saw early on that you did was the superheroes toolbox essentials, which I think is, is really cool. First, I, I love the fact that you're right out of the gate recognizing these folks as superheroes. And like, you know, uh, I, I think um, Michael Jackson called himself the king of pop before anybody else did. And then people picked it up and started calling himself. Uh, Howard Stern calls himself the king of all media and pretty soon other people started calling that. So maybe if we call ourselves the, the superheroes of healthcare, uh, others will start calling us that too and, and, and start recognizing that. But, but 
that aside, you, who is who is driving your social media post? Is it one guy? Is it you? Is it the whole team contributes? Who is driving? And then who actually posts it and gets it implemented? Yeah, so that's a great question. I absolutely what I love about owning a pharmacy is the is the business side of it and the marketing side of it. Um, and I would just say this, and I know most owners are in the same boat. Um, our store, everything we do is customer focused first, and we don't we don't just say it. You, you have to you have to live it, you have to deliver it, and you have to do it daily. And, and that's no different what your social media. Um, I know there's a lot of companies out there that will offer you some help posting, uh, but your customers don't. Number one, they don't want generic postings, and they don't deserve it. Your customers deserve you. They want you, um, and, and it's a great opportunity to capture new customers using your social media. So myself and uh, my assistant are primarily the ones who uh, manage our social media on a daily basis. And lately, we've been posting so much that we we're, we can't even keep track of how many posts we're doing in a day. But during this time, there's just been so much content that it's it's been amazing um, to deliver the content to consumers who are extremely hungry for unique content. Like, so I'll give you an example. You can put on Fox News at any given time of the day, whether it's 3 o'clock or 7 o'clock, and you could get the same exact story uh, delivered to you. Um, and your social media should not be like that. So I would encourage all owners to be a champion. Um, if you don't know how to use social media, teach yourself and find someone in your store that's your social media champion because your customers want to know what you're doing. They want to know um, how you could solve their problems or their challenges, and they're looking to your Facebook for that uh, answer. So just like Jay said, the, the views are ridiculously up on Facebook, so you're totally missing out if you're not managing your Facebook throughout the day. Um, and I would say <clears throat> it's funny that Jay had three uh, pearls. I, I used uh, three pillars, and that's kind of what I wanted to focus on today is uh, I, I look at what I'm going to share with my audience in three different buckets. How am I going to engage them is number one. Number two is what pharmacy services or products do I have that will solve their problems or challenges? And then the third bucket is community relations. What is the store doing in our community, uh, not only for us, um, but throughout the entire community, we're helping so many people. And you have to not be afraid to tell people that. So those are the three buckets. And you're always looking for engaging content. But the other thing I would say is a lot of people look at engaging current customers and new customers. but you also have to engage your staff. So one of the things we did uh, during this is we had a spirit week where the entire staff, we picked a different topic every day. Uh, and the one day, because we were missing baseball, we had opening day. So everybody in the store w wore their favorite uh, baseball jersey, and we posted it on Facebook. So, you know, there's some easy ways to engage your customers and potential customers. And the best thing about Facebook is – People will 
feel like they know you before they even get the opportunity to meet you. Um, and, and that builds trust. Um, and early on, we knew we had to get our message out there because our success is based on our interaction with our customers. Um, like I said, we're customer focused first. So to, to continue to be customer uh, interfaced, Facebook was just an awesome platform to do that. So, Tom, I, I love your newsletter that you put out. Do you do you print a hard copy of that, and is that distributed, or is that all done electronically? So we we in the store do a quarterly newsletter that we started. Um, I would say maybe about a year ago. And this one, we we made it all electronically because of how uh, we've been doing so much in the store that we couldn't we couldn't keep up with the newsletter um, if if it wasn't just electronic. So one of the other things we've been doing is su supporting community businesses, um, buying lunch for the staff every day, and recognizing and tagging the business that we're supporting. Uh, I think it's very important to, if you're going to ask your customers and your community to support you, you absolutely have to support them, um, regardless of if they're your customer or not. So because our content has been dynamically changing, this particular newsletter is all um, online flipbook. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And I love the fact that you... You know, you, you buy your staff lunch, and you only buy it from the local, independent-owned community businesses. It's not the, it's not the big chain outfits out there. I think that's that's uh, putting your money where your mouth is, and, and, and really uh, sticking behind behind a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. And the the one thing that I, I want to say, because Jay hit on it a bit, is marketing is not something that just happens when there's a situation like COVID. Um, and I talk to so many business owners that say, look, I just don't have the budget to do it, um, or it's viewed as an extra expense. I mean, I believe it is imperative uh, to invest in your business and how you invest in your business is marketing. It doesn't always have to take tons of money. Uh, I mean, you know it. You just by the the free hand sanitizer giveaway you're doing to healthcare professionals, that stuff uh, it pays itself over and over and over, and it's an easy lift um, from a financial standpoint. Obviously, you gotta spend some time and resources and getting your staff out there. But I would just say, you know, if you don't think you need to advertise, you're just putting your business at a huge disadvantage. Um, and just to talk about Facebook, just because it's been electric for us, we go live. Uh, we try to go live daily, uh, but lately it's been a little hectic, so we try to go live three days a week. And I have to tell you, I was very reluctant to do it at first because I just felt silly. Uh, I felt like, oh, how am I going to look on, on this uh, screen? But Facebook Live has just made our sales explode. Um, so we will talk about some unique products that we put in the store. And early on, we weren't telling the front of the store what we were talking about. And we realized that had a change because they were answering the phone while we were live, and the customers were saying, I want to order 
product A. And my staff says, well, we don't even have product A. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it, it was because it was because we didn't even put it on the floor yet um, that the staff didn't know about it. So then prior to us, we would have to, we would have, now we pivot it and we said, guys, this is what we're talking about today when we go live. We're going to talk about this vitamin. This is the cost. This is the common questions you're going to get. Uh, so before we even end our live sessions, we're blowing product out. So I would just challenge owners, and if you're not comfortable going live, find someone in your store um, to do it. But it, it totally engages customers and then potential customers, and it's just a really – Facebook loves um, that type of content, and it helps your business kind of get bumped up on the news feed. Um, so that that is one pearl. Uh, if you take anything away from this call today, you must go live next week, whether you're comfortable doing it or not. Um, and, and just the more you do it, the, like the third time I think we did it, I was I was comfortable, and, and it just it, it's amazing. So you know th this time is, is so unique for us to shine in independent pharmacy. And I'll just say this, and because I was reluctant to share this, but I want to share it because I want people to know the opportunity that's out there. Our over-the-counter sales generally average about $10,000 um, a month. Very, very little over-the-counter. Uh, tremendous prescription sales. We're a high-volume store. Um, so give you this idea. January, February, ten grand. March. Uh, over-the-counter sales, probably like 18 grand. April, and, and I had to keep running this number to make sure it was correct. We did $95,000 in over-the-counter sales uh, of COVID-related or 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 in-demand products. And I'm not I'm not sharing that for a pat on the back, but I'm telling you that customers are looking to buy products that they need. The Amazon's the, uh, the Amazon can't deliver during this time, so it is a unique opportunity for you to tell your audience and tell your community what it is that you have, uh, what price point, and why they may or may not need it. And I am I'm just confident that you will see your sales over the counter sales increase. So, so Tom, a tenfold increase in your over the counter sales in one month. And how much does Face Live, Facebook Live cost you? It is absolutely free. So if you think you can't afford to market and advertise, right here is living proof that, that you're wrong. You can't afford to do it. So, um, and our fantastic. store, and, and just to, and, and our store is closed to the public. Just so, you know, it has given my staff the opportunity to feel comfortable selling. So, you know, Mrs. Smith, I'm sorry that you can't come in today. We're bringing it to your curbside. Is there anything you may need for us to get from you in the store? So I was really nervous about closing the store and doing curbside because I thought I'm going to lose business. My sales are going to go down. And, you know, eight weeks removed from this, I, I just can't believe the impact, the positive impact uh, that this has uh, created. Um, in some demeanor to my business. See, you've taken some, you've taken some chances with some of those over-the-counter items. I, I noticed, maybe even in your newsletter, you had a 
like a COVID care package and you bundle certain items together and help to promote that. And, um, and like you said, you trained your, your staff to, to kind of market at, at the curbside. Do you also need your X, Y, and Z, your paper towels, your tissues, you know, all of those things that, that, that begin to add up. How, how did those bundles and, and that, that training occur um, in a time when it seems kind of chaotic? Yeah, so the the one and, and we don't have the um privilege now, but the past couple weeks are hours open to the public. We were we're normally 9 to 7. Um but we changed our hours um to 10 to 6 to give us some time to clean. But also what I noticed is that hour before we were open to the public, my staff was still coming in because we wanted to get stuff done. It really gave us a, a good 10, 15, 20 minutes to connect and say, look, this is what our customers want, um, and it's up to you to offer it to them because they need it, but they're not going to know that we have it. So we really had the privilege of that using that extra time to, to connect um, with each other because normally we'll just talk about having a team meeting and it never happens, but we were actually given the opportunity with our hours to change to have that um, that meeting. And we also developed, we have like a hot sheet, we call it a hot sheet. And it's just all of the, the products um, that we've been promoting on Facebook with the prices. And this way, when the, when the uh, staff fields the calls, they'll know the price um, and the common questions right off the bat. Uh, tremendous, like I, I can't even explain the, the benefit of the over-the-counter during this time. Great. That that's then, great stuff. You the, know, uh, the other, I'll, yeah, I'll and that, you, I was going to I was going to say, you know, one of the things that I've I've really observed out of this too is by doing these these outreach and these marketing things and and, and getting your staff involved in it is uh, there's a real sense of community. And I went to the post office this morning and I had two people in in our tiny little post office. It's probably 400 square feet. There were two people in there. And both of them said, hey, we really want to thank you for for what you're doing for our community. And I came out on the street where we were doing a, a, a hand sanitizer giveaway for health care workers. And a truck stopped me and said, hey, I come up and down this through this town every two weeks. And, uh, you know, I saw what you guys are doing here. And I, I've seen your pharmacy before. And I've stopped in there to buy this or that before. He said, but. This looks like this is a, a, a great little community. This would be a great town to live in. And, and, you know, you take those stories back and you tell your staff and you get your staff telling those stories. You know, so our staff is, they're tired. They're, they're, they're worn out by doing curbside and all this stuff. But, but that gives them new energy. And they, they really, I think, leave at the end of the day with a sense of purpose that they probably didn't have before, before some of this, this COVID stuff started happening. So I think it's really helped our staff morale. And, and bring them a new energy too. Yeah, and that's a remarkable point they talk about, Joe, because we, we also, um, you know, the, the messages that we're getting from, from new customers, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we don't know how we would have got through this without you guys delivering to us. Uh, I've been meaning to switch for, for years, but I never did. Um, just some great positive feedback from customers who are genuinely appreciative of what we're doing um because it takes it takes a lot of work to do what we're doing um but to see it to to see it get recognized 
it really makes the staff um, and us as the owners uh, re really feel good uh, about um, what we're doing. Um, so other, just to talk about some different platforms for the owners other than Facebook, um, Jay had mentioned this quick, uh, but you know, putting yourself as an expert because you are experts and you've earned your education, um, getting interviewed by the news or talk radio, uh, that also helps tremendously. We've built a great relationship with a local talk radio show. Um, and, and if there's anything pharmacy-related or healthcare-related, he'll invite us to call in on the show. And uh, his listeners are, are so loyal to him that by the time we are off that call, they are calling us uh, and saying, hey, I just heard you on the Frank, – Frank Andrews is the show. I just heard you on the Frank Andrews show – you guys seem really knowledgeable about what you're what you're talking about. We, we'd love to switch our prescriptions to you. Or if we were talking about hand sanitizer, we're wondering if you'd be able to mail us some hand sanitizer. Um, so just just you, positioning yourself as the expert um, to your local media is another thing that is free. Um, updating your website may not be free, but it's essential. Um, Maintaining a Google business page and updating images, letting your customers see what your inside of the store looks like, um, what your staff look like, post pictures of your staff, keep it updated, make sure you don't have someone that you let go three years ago um, on there, um, just make sure you have your staff updated. And then still, I still find value in traditional advertising. Um, we actually filmed a, a TV commercial uh, using Zoom um, throughout this, uh, our doors were closed, and, and I I spoke into a laptop computer. Um, obviously, that might not be feasible for everybody, but there's some unique ways to market your business and tag on to to some of the current trends in the marketplace, like those Zoom conference calls. But I would just encourage you guys to just get outside of your comfort zone. Um, and really, you know, shine. Like this is our time to shine. Uh, there's no reason you can't shine, and uh, you certainly don't need tons of money to 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 do it. Well, Tom, I think that you have given us such inspiration to um, just to take hit the ground running. Um, you know, this we're still in it for the long haul with um, what's to come with COVID-19. Um, and there's, as you have so perfectly demonstrated, there are so many opportunities to maximize um, ways to help our community, ways to help our patients, um, improve our bottom line in a time when, um, honestly, is it, it's quite scary, um, you know, as you look at financials and um, the economics around us. So um, you you have inspired me, and I know you probably have all of the listeners that are um, that are on today's show and, and um, listening in. So thank you so much for your innovation and, and for your willingness to share your ideas um, and and to help us all as a as a group of community pharmacy owners that's that's trying to make it work and serve our communities. Um, so I appreciate your time today, and thank you so much for um, just inspiring us. Yeah, I yes, appreciate you guys you, having me. And if there's any 
if there's any owners out there that need a little, you know, encouragement or a push to to navigate, you know, any of the things we talked about today, I, I will make myself available to help you. Um, just you know, feel free to send our Facebook a, a message. We're extremely responsive to that. We've been taking tons of over-the-counter orders using Facebook Messenger, so uh, that's a, another tip I just thought of while I was telling you guys to message me. But totally appreciate the opportunity, and I'm a, a real champion. I love independent pharmacy, so I'm here to help anyone. Thanks. So just kind of to, to recap today, um, some of the things I'm taking home from from our uh, Jay Williams, the the Tiger King of marketing out there, is get your website going. If you don't, get it fresh and and don't just create it and let it sit there and never look at it. Talk about your community involvement on it. Get on the social media and post regularly, and uh, get operate off your your earned media, your PR through through earned media. And things I learned from Tom were. Too much to go into, but his pillars were, you know, engage, uh, one, engage, two, what services are you solving problems for, and talk about those, and uh, and the community relations was the third pillar, is how do they operate with community relations, and then the, that real take-home is, is Facebook Live is free, and um it can dramatically change your bottom line as well as uh, create an image for your entire business and your community. So I would like to thank Jay and Tom today, uh, as well as Ashley and Suzanne, and uh, look forward to uh, getting back together with everybody next week. Yeah, absolutely. So to all of our Thrive Subscribe podcast listeners, we hope you'll continue to join us each week on Thursday for our Thrive on Thursday episodes and every Saturday for as long as we need it, um, the COVID-19 Practice Pearls with Joe and Ashley. Um, Just to close out, I do want to mention that we will put into the show notes the Facebook page and the uh, website for DePetro Pharmacy so all of you can see the great things that Tom's doing uh, with his team. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back next week. The Thrive Subscribe podcast is brought to you by Thrive Pharmacy Transformations. Visit us online at tptransformations.com, where you can join our free community to inspire you, challenge you, and transform your pharmacy practice.